Please turn with me in your life's owner's manual, your basic instruction before leaving earth, the holy word of God, to the first chapter of Joshua, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and finally, Joshua for those who are using their paper Bibles, as I am this morning. Joshua, the first chapter, starting with verse 1. Let us rise, as is our custom. Joshua, the first chapter, starting with verse 1. As recorded in the King James Version, of the Bible. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness in this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee, be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee, Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous." And then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. You may be seated. Gracious Lord and Heavenly Father God, 
clear all of our hearts, our minds, and our souls from whatever may be running through our minds, from whatever we may have planned for the rest of the day. Clear it all away, Lord, that we may be open to receiving the word this morning. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. May my soul look up with steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Amen. 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 I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. My brothers and my sisters, this morning meditate with me upon the theme, Turn the Page. Turn the Page. Joshua was chosen by God to complete the work of leading the Israelites into the promised land. God had made a promise over 400 years earlier to Abraham that his descendants would receive the land that Abraham lived in for an inheritance as a homeland. Time had gone by. Abraham's grandson, Jacob, went to Egypt with his family, including Joseph and his sons. Together they numbered around 70 people. However, God's blessings were upon them, and soon they began to multiply. The Egyptians, as the children of Israel were multiplying, the Egyptians became afraid of them and soon enslaved them, but still they multiplied. The taskmasters make their work hard. They cry out to God, but God's promise seemed far away. Finally, beloved, God sent them a deliverer. He sent them Moses. Who, 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 under the hand of God, brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. He brought the children of Israel out of bondage. Moses was God's man. He brought to the Israelites the laws of God. He spoke with God as if face to face. Yet, even Moses 
grew discouraged with his people. They constantly seem to, to, to fall into unbelief. They constantly seem to fall into disobedience towards God, even to the point of desiring to stone Moses and return back to Egypt, to return back into bondage. They even reach the edge of the promised land to again fall back into unbelief. And as a result, they spend 40 more years wandering in the wilderness. How many times, my brothers and my sisters, how many times have we found ourselves right on the edge of entering the promised land, right on the edge, ready to receive the blessings that God has for us through Christ Jesus, and just as we think we're about to cross over into what God has for us, we find ourselves right back in the wilderness. We find ourselves right back in bondage. Now, Not everyone that day was willing to give up their faith. We know that the Bible tells us, as recorded in the book of Numbers, that, 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 that the two men stood on the promises, the promise of God saying, let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb. How do you suppose, beloved, how do you suppose that, that, that they must have felt uh, uh, during the upcoming 40 years? They spent 40 years still waiting on the promises of God, yet I do not believe they were willing to give up. For they knew they knew the faithfulness of God. For they knew that God could be counted on. It's important, it's important, it's important, it's important to see the faithfulness of God and receiving the promises of God. You see, Moses had now passed away. But Jesus, 
Thank you, Jesus. Moses had now passed away. But just because Moses had died, it did not mean that the plans of God were dead as well. For God pulls up and God raises up. Let me repeat that. God pulls down and God raises up. Moses knew he was not going to enter the land that God had promised the Israelites. He knew this. God told him so. And Moses then informs the children of Israel that God told him that he would never enter the promised land. God told Moses that he would never enter the promised land. God then tells the Israelites through Moses that he, God, would destroy those nations before him, the nations already in the promised land, Canaan, and that the Israelites would take possession of their land. And Joshua would lead them. Moses, 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 Moses tells the people to be strong. Moses tells the people to be courageous. Moses tells the people, do not be afraid. Do not be terrified. For the Lord your God goes with you, for he will never leave you. He will never leave you. Moses, you see, was in the process of turning the page. Moses was, was, he was preparing the people for a new regime. He was, he was encouraging the people. He was reminding them to be courageous. He was reminding them to be strong. He was reminding them that God would be with them, never leaving them nor forsaking them. You see, Moses was preparing to die. He was preparing the children of Israel to turn the page. Some things, some things, some things have to die, my brothers and my sisters. Some things have to die for us to be able to turn the page. So many of us want something new. So many of us want something different. But how many of us are willing for some things to die in our lives so that the page turns, so that the door opens for us to do that new thing, for us to do that different thing? How many of us are willing to let those old things die in our lives? so that God can do a new thing in us and for us. Hallelujah. Bad habits, gossiping, judging, manipulating, scheming, conniving, forming weapons. Ha <laughs> ha. Forming weapons. Thank you, Jesus. Forming weapons against other people, both emotionally and mentally. How many of us this morning are willing to let those old things in our lives, those old practices, those old thoughts, those old actions, those old old memories, hallelujah, those old actions, how many of us are willing to just let that all die, be put 
to rest once and for all so that we can turn the page. So that we can turn the page. We are our own worst enemies. You see, Moses trained and encouraged Moses trained and encouraged Joshua for the task of leadership. Joshua was Moses' assistant. Moses taught him. Moses encouraged him. Moses trained him in the ways of leading the people so, 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 so that he would be prepared. You see, Moses did as God instructed him. God wanted a smooth transition of leadership. Hallelujah. God wanted a smooth transition of leadership. After Joseph was, excuse me, after Joshua was prepared, after Moses had trained and prepared him, after Moses told the people, then he inaugurated Joshua as the Lord had commanded. Then, after all that was done, then, then Moses himself turned the page and died. Joshua is then raised up. He's raised up to continue the work of God. Here, here, here in our text this morning, we find him Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We find Joshua in the first chapter. We find it that God spoke to Joshua and told him that Moses, my servant, is dead. Then he tells him to, to, to rise, to arise. He tells him to get up. He tells him to cross over to Jordan, to the land that he is giving them. You see, God essentially said to Joshua, son, it's time. Son, it's time to turn the page. I will be with you. Let's now turn the page. For my servant Moses is dead. I can imagine my brothers and my sisters, I can imagine Joshua thinking... After God says, I will be with you, I can imagine Joshua thinking, well, Lord, I sure hope so, because this is not going to be easy. You're giving me the task of caring for these rebellious, this rebellious nation that, that, that had frequently gotten the best of my friend Moses, of my teacher Moses. I can imagine Joshua thinking that, 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 that there were battles to be fought, a war to be waged, reconstruction of entire cities. Hallelujah. I can imagine Joshua thinking about the distribution of lands, about the governing of this people, all these burdens and responsibilities that Moses had taken care of up till now, they all now fall to Joshua. They were now his alone. All while dealing with the loss of his friend, 
all while dealing with the loss of his friend, all while dealing with the loss of his friend, you see, Joshua had to turn the page. Joshua himself had to turn the page. God had given him a project to complete. He first, his first task was to lead his army into Canaan and to drive out the people who lived there. Remember, my brothers and my sisters, Moses is under Moses' leadership. Twelve spies had already been sent into the land of Canaan. And the spies came back with stories of giants living in the land. Giants so big that they made the Israelites look like grasshoppers, you see. When the people heard this, you see, when the Israelites heard this, my brothers and my sisters, they became frightened. They became afraid and they refused. They absolutely refused to enter into the land that God had already promised them that God, hallelujah, hallelujah, how many of us do that? They refused to enter the land. What they were doing, my brothers and my sisters, is they were refusing to turn the page. How many of us this morning have allowed the rumors of giants and our Canaans, our promised land, our, 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 our walking through the open door, how many of us have allowed these giants to keep us frightened, to keep us fearful, and to keep us from turning the page? We have blocked our own blessings because we refuse to turn the page. There were already seven nations living in Canaan, all of them larger and stronger than Israel. By all standards, beloved, Joshua was facing an uphill battle. He, 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 he had every reason to turn tail and run. That's why God encourages him in our text to be strong and to be courageous. You see, God wants Joshua to turn the page and to turn the page for the Israelites because they can't seem to turn the page for themselves. Turn the page. Do you ever feel like you're facing an uphill battle? Do you ever feel like the odds are just stacked up against you? Honestly, beloved, honestly, there are hundreds of times in our lives when we're faced with the situation that, that, that to our eyes seem impossible. Systematic racism, institutional injustices, 
The doctor tells you you've got heart failure or kidney failure. The bank calls you and tells you that, 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 that after, after they bought your mortgage 10 months ago, they're now going to foreclose on you. You have to take yet another day off from work because your child has just been suspended from school again and you have to pick him up. You, you, you come home after a long day at work only to find, only to find that your child has stolen your televisions, your computers, your playstations and your xboxes and all your valuables just to go get high you've studied for that important test in school and thought you even did well only to get your grades back and you didn't do quite as well as you thought you did maybe my brothers and my sisters you have a broken relationship or, or, or a personal injury maybe 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 you're caring for an ailing wife or an ailing spouse all of these situations Situations, beloved, will test your faith. Just like the Israelites had their faith tested, yet once again after the death of Moses. You see, hallelujah. You see, church, just like God is commanding Joshua to turn the page, God wants someone here this morning to know that he is commanding you to turn the page. Turn the page even when you're in your own inner conflicts. Oh, hallelujah. Even when you're in your own inner conflicts that will test your faith. Even when you're enduring family members talking about you, plotting against you, scheming and manipulating you. Turn the page and remain faithful even when no one is looking. Turn the page even when you're going through the throes of life. Loneliness. Turn the page even when you're going through that separation. Turn the page even when you stand alone and misunderstood. Hallelujah. It's in those times, my brothers and sisters, that God wants you to be strong. It's in those times, my brothers and my sisters, that God wants you to be courageous. It's in those times, my brothers and my sisters, that God uses you. Hallelujah. That God uses to get you to turn the page. Turn the page, beloved. Just like he used the death of Moses to get the Israelites to turn the page. God uses your circumstances to get you sometimes to just turn the page. You see, even though Joshua even though Joshua and his nation were small compared to their enemy, they had somebody on their side that would tip the scales in their favor. Verse 9 of the first chapter of our text in Joshua this morning says that, I command you, I command you. Hold on, oh, thank you, Jesus. It's not a suggestion. He didn't say, ah, oh, maybe, I command you. Be strong and courageous. I command you, do not be frightened. I command you, do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Someone here this morning might be asking the question, well, how can I be strong? 
How can I be courageous with all this mess going on in my life when the customer service rep gave me the wrong information? When my kids are driving me crazy? Hallelujah. How can I be strong and courageous? Because... Hallelujah. This one has basketball practice to get to it. This one has a recital to play in it. This one's got a dance thing to do it. This one's got so-and-so, such-and-such to do. How can I be strong and courageous when I don't know if I'm going to have a job in the morning? When I don't know how I'm going to feed these kids? When I don't know how I'm going to pay these bills? How am I going to pay this tuition? How can I be strong and courageous when I don't know how I'm going to graduate on time? Hallelujah. How can I be strong and courageous when I don't know what's going to happen next, when I don't know if my child is going to jail or if my child's going to be acquitted. How can I be strong and courageous when my husband can't remember me or the kids from the doorknob? Hallelujah. How, brethren, am I going to be courageous and strong when the doctor just told me I have cancer? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> How, brethren, can you tell me to be strong and courageous? And all this time, I've been obedient. I've given my tithes. I've gone to Sunday school. I've gone to Bible study. I've brought my kids up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. I've prayed for those who have spitefully used me, friends and family alike. I love the Lord with all my mind, with all my soul, with all my heart. I love my neighbor as I love myself, but yet, reverend, yet, pastor, my giants keep getting, hallelujah, my giants keep getting me from entering my Canaan, my promised land. My giants are keeping me from entering my promised land. I hear you. God hears you. God hears you, my brothers. God hears you, my sisters. Just like Joshua. And the nation of Israel had someone tipping the scales on their side. We too have someone on our side that's going to tip the scales in our favor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We too have someone tipping the scales. The seventh chapter of Deuteronomy tells us that, that, that if we heed God's ordinances by diligently observing them, then he will love you, then he will bless you, then he will multiply you, then you shall be the most blessed people, then the Lord will turn away from you every illness. The 28th chapter of Deuteronomy tells us the Lord will set you high above all the nations on earth. You will be blessed in the city and in the country. You will be blessed in your comings and in your goings. The Lord shall cause your enemies to rise up against you, to be smitten before your face, and shall flee from you seven ways, even though they only approach you one way. Hallelujah. The Lord shall make you the head and not the tail, the top and not the bottom. So, beloved, so my brothers and my sisters, Stop being afraid of those giants. Just turn the page. That's all we have to do. Turn the page. Turn the page. Turn the page. Get into God's word. Drown yourself in his word and watch God through Jesus turn the page. He'll turn the page in your finances. 
He'll turn the page in your health, whatever condition you find yourself. He'll turn the page in your relationships. He'll turn the page in your families. He'll turn the page on your job. He'll turn the page in the life of this congregation. He'll turn the page in the life of this church. Weeping may endure for a night, my brothers and my sisters, but the word tells us that joy cometh in the morning. So stop crying over that lost job that you didn't like anyway. Stop crying over those wayward children. Stop crying over that diabetes. Stop crying over that heart condition. Stop crying over that high blood pressure. Stop crying over that arthritis. Stop crying over that cancer. God wants to turn the page and he's going to turn the page through Jesus the Christ. Turn the page. Seek him first in everything you do and he'll work it out even when you can't see what he's doing. Even when you don't agree with what he's doing. Just turn the page. Turn the page. Turn the page. You see, Abraham Turn the page. Moses, turn the page. Samuel, turn the page. David, turn the page. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, turn the page. Jezebel, turn the page. Nehemiah, turn the page. The woman with the issue of blood, turn the page. The lame man at the side of the pool, turn the page. The lepers, turn the page. Jesus, turn the page. Hallelujah. Jesus, Turn the page. Hallelujah. Jesus, turn the page. So my brothers and my sisters, stop letting people define who you are, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and why you're going to do it. Just turn the page. Stop letting people put you in a box because they can't see what God is doing. Because they can't see what God has planned for your life. Because they have a vision for you that's different from the vision God has for you. Turn the page, my brothers. Turn the page, my sisters. Just turn the page. There's an old hymn, a song that says, God never fails. He abides in me. He gives me victory. No, God never fails. Just keep the faith. And, hallelujah. Just keep the faith and never cease to pray. Just walk upright. Call him noon, day, and night. He'll be there. He'll be there. There's no need to worry because God never fails. So, Lord, hallelujah. So, my brothers and my sisters, as we come to a close, turn the page, turn the page, turn the page. I command you, I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Because it's the blood, it's the blood of Jesus. It's the blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on Calvary, it's the blood that gives me strength from day to day because it will never lose its power. It's the blood, my brothers and my sisters. It reaches to the highest mountain and it flows through the lowest valley. It's the blood, it's the blood, it's the blood. 
and it will never lose its power. You see, it soothes all our doubts and calms all our fears. It dries all my tears. It's the blood that gives us strength from day to day. Hallelujah. It will never lose its power. Turn the page, my brothers and my sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.